trying to do a nice introduction. Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like a vagina museum, but with bigger cunts. You know that word offends me. (laughs) Ever say museum again. (laughs) (laughs) My name name is Bibi Lynch. And I'm Miranda Kane. And coming up, we've got Florence. How do you pronounce her surname? Oh, God. (laughs) We have Florence. Florence and her museum. You thought you all thought I was going to say machine there, didn't you? <laughs> oh, no. no. Um, so Florence is the brains behind the first ever bricks and mortar vagina museum. <sighs> Coming in. <laughs> That's their tagline. I can't take. I can't. Let it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Florence Schechter and I am the director of the Vagina Museum. Got to make sure the vaginas are properly introduced. Oh, oh well, hello. hello. Here's my vagina. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Speaking of which, Howard, so you want to introduce the Vagina Museum to the world. The first one? Yeah, the world's first bricks and mortar museum. There's some like specific ones and there's like an online vagina museum. So there's like a museum of menstruation and there's the museum of contra... contra I was going to say contra-abortion and inception. What I meant to say is <laughs> contraception and abortion. Um, and there's some like specific ones, but there's no like general vagina museum. Not even in Amsterdam. No. They've got a museum of sex and a museum of prostitution, but they don't have a museum for the vagina. That's so... Why not? Why do you think we don't have one dedicated to vaginas? Is there a penis one? Yes, it's oh. in Iceland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In it's, Iceland. It's in Reykjavik. Oof. Yeah. Oh, I'll um, wreck your Vic. Yeah. <laughs> Iceland penis oh dedicated no, to they're great. You only did that work. And I didn't think it was going to work. When you started that, I thought, oh, there's no fucking way that's happening. It was arousing. Thank you. <laughs> I so, feel very oh, much like a third wheel. Um, where were we? Why, penis, why um, is there not a vagina oh. museum already? What is going on with that? Um, so there's this thing, I don't know if you've heard of it, called the patriarchy. Oh. Oh. oh I know. I was very surprised when I heard about it too. That's so, uh, so, <laughs> so unlike them, isn't it? To ruin the party again. <laughs> Fucking uh, patriarchy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fuck them all. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, you know, vulvas and vaginas are hugely stigmatised in a way that, like, penises are not. You know, like, we doodle penises on our school desks yeah. and they're everywhere but like the tiniest site like even sometimes they've been um, eliminated from textbooks you know they're just so scary yeah so can you imagine having an entire vagina museum that you know i'm so psyched about this what's the color scheme oh that's actually a really interesting question because i've thought about this a lot because i don't want to go pink 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 because gross obvious and then for most like feminist companies their second choice is purple so i don't want to go with what everyone else is doing yes purple very very popular um and then and then like green gross don't want to go with green that's got no and they're same with yellow so oh yeah so at the moment we're kind of very monochrome okay yeah keep it classy um i don't know that might change in the future i'm not sure yeah so what are your aims for it why would you why would you think what was your background first of all uh so i was a science communicator i mean still am before 
I was doing all of this. So I was like telling people about science and doing shows about science and doing podcasts and, and writing and, you know, whatever people would pay me for. Um, and <laughs> we know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, and I have a degree in biochemistry. So, you know, we so don't do know I. what that's like. So do- oh, really? It's- oh, that's cool. <laughs> Are you lying? <laughs> She's got the lynch twitch. That's a lie. That's a lynch lie. Um, Well, that's still fine. Just trying to bond. Oh, (laughs) we can bond over vaginas instead. Um, Um, Degree in biochemistry. So your science background. Yes, yes. So like going from science communication to museums was quite like a natural step for me. Mm. Yeah. What is you- that a Florence lie? Is that is that actually a natural step, like from science to, to museums? Well, that seems like quite a leap for, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's specifically science communication. So, like, I wasn't ever a scientist. I'm never going to claim that. I, you know, I didn't do research. I hated research. It was the worst. Yeah. Um, and so it was like, you know, science museums. It's like science programs. Oh. It's that sort of thing. Cool. And what a way yeah. of making the science of something accessible. And, yeah. And, and like fun and interesting. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So what what are your aims for this? Why would you, Why would someone open a vagina museum? Why would someone indeed visit? Will there be a shop? Mm. Yes. Yes. Of course. It's going to be fridge the magnets. best shop. Oh my God, everything. It's going to be great. Um, we actually already have a shop online if you want to check it out. Oh. Um, where can we find the shop online? Oh, our shop is at www.vaginamuseum.co.uk forward slash shop. Fuck you, Patreon. Yes. That's going to be our tagline. Uh, no, actually, our current tagline is "It's coming." Oh, yes. open nice. all hours. Come yeah, on. and then oh, one, once we open, shots. we're going to be called. Um, it's going to our tagline is going to be "Come see us in the flesh." Oh, yeah, oh, a, lot oh. of, a lot of tagline work. Well, yeah, there. no, sorry, no. But to answer your question, yeah. why would I open it, and why would someone visit? So. The reason I'm opening it, we're about to get into technical feminist theory, but it's not that technical, um, is so it's a hugely stigmatized part of the body, right? Mm. And this leads to, this is like the core factor in a lot of horrible things that happen in the world. You know, like people not going to the doctors because they're too embarrassed and, you know, assault victims not coming forward because the idea of having to like talk about their vagina and talk about what happened is so horrible to them. You know, like sex workers hugely stigmatize. All these things can come back to how this particular part of the body Mm. is taboo. And so if we can remove that taboo, hopefully indirectly, we can make the world a better place. Why is it so stigmatized? Like half the world has got Mm. one. Well, I mean, I have a theory, and it's not like my theory, I didn't invent it, but it's to do with how the patriarchy was invented 10,000 years ago. So, okay, so this is some science. So it's, so the pen, hang on. Okay, okay, so the theory goes that there are two major things involved in why the patriarch was invented, and it was about 10,000 years ago. Um, One, Internal fertilization. So we make our babies inside our bodies. Unlike frogs, for example. So like frogs, they'll like their eggs and then the males will like their sperm over the eggs. That is the scientific bit. I I felt like I was there. Yeah. (laughs) You felt like you were a frog. I've never never been around that before. (laughs) Um, But what that means is like frog daddies know who their babies are because they're like, I saw my sperm go on that egg. But... 
in a human and like loads of land mammals, um, the sperm, go- so you could have sex with like three guys in one day and you would have no idea nine months later whose baby popped out. And before the invention of agriculture, that didn't matter so much, right? Because what the next factor that's important is paternal investment. So um, how much does the dad give to the baby? So if the dad isn't giving that much to the baby, eh, if it's not your baby, so what? You're getting sex, you're having babies, who cares if which one's yours or whatever. Mm-hmm. But once the invention of agriculture, with the, uh, uh, when agriculture was invented, we started accumulating wealth and dads started giving a lot more to their babies. And they're like, I'm not going to waste all my time farming that fucking field for a baby that's not even mine. And so the patriarchy was invented in order to control paternity certainty. So because you want to make sure that baby's yours. So how do they do that? Uh, Valuing virginity in women. Because if if she's a virgin, then you know, if you have (laughs) sex with her, the baby that comes out is definitely yours. Mm. But you can't just do that. You also have to slut shame because you've got to make sure not only is she a virgin, she doesn't then go and have sex with other people. Um, valuing youth in women. Not People like to say that younger women are more attractive because like they're healthier and their bodies are healthier. It's not the case at all. Like the best time physically to have a baby is maybe like mid to late 20s. The reason we value youth in women is because young women are easier to manipulate. As older women, we've got minds of our own, yeah. you know? And so all these things come together to make the patriarchy. And one of those things is shaming the body. And because if we shame like women's bodies, they're easier to control. Can I just put in a little request at oh. this moment? Yeah. When people enter the Vagina Museum, can you do that thing like they do on Jurassic Park <laughs> where they have the little <laughs> DNA little uh-huh. cartoon but you're doing that uh-huh. Uh-huh. In, and you're doing that whole that whole lesson because uh-huh. that was amazing oh wasn't oh, that I'm glad brilliant? you enjoyed it yeah it was amazing that um, was so interesting and it's yeah I, but I do want you just to be there doing the little DNA Jurassic Park thing mm-hmm. like intro yeah to the as you walk in and it's yeah. like hey That's boys and girls here. let me tell you about the patriarchy <laughs> yeah. We'll do a song. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Oh my God, yeah. So you know the whole agriculture thing? Is yeah. that where um, Sonia Wild Oats comes from? Oh. Oh. I wonder. <laughs> I mean, the patriarchy is definitely older than English, um, like the language and the people. Um, I have no idea. It's interesting, though. Yeah. Do you... How far can a museum go to smashing that patriarchy to everything you just talked about all the taboos mm. so there's some st- isn't it some 65% of young people from 18 to 25 are too embarrassed to say the word vagina was it, was it yeah. yeah so if you can't even say the word yeah people might go for smear tests mm. this, yeah this was a stat by the Eve Appeal yeah something like that like two thirds of young women in Britain can't even say the word vagina or vulva um, I mean I other know. cars are it's not what like Volvermort Come on. Oh my God. Come on. We need to do a vagina version of Harry Potter. That is, <laughs> I want to do that as like, you know, like school plays. I want to do that. Instead of soul eaters, muff eaters. Oh, oh, I like that. That's good. That's very good. She's shaking her head. Oh, no, it's not, I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> is Harry Potter sacred? No, it's the opposite. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so unimpressed. Um, so tell us about what you've been doing with it, because you started a crowdfunding um, yes. uh, campaign, and that's how I got to hear about it, because it was on Twitter, and it was brilliant, and there's uh, loads of people involved in it. Um, so what happened with the crowdfunding, and what's mm. happened since? So... We've been offered a space informally by Camden Market. Um, and so we were crowdfunding to make that happen. And we raised about £50,000, oh, which wow. is amazing. Yeah, Almost 50000 And yeah, it was like for a project that has never done a major like thing, you know, that I'm so, so honoured. And it also really speaks to how many people need this to happen and want this to happen. Mm. Um, unfortunately, museums cost a lot more than £50,000. So we tried to get some grants and stuff, didn't work out um, because they're just really hard to find, you know, like arts funding massively slashed in this country. So we've decided we're going to try downsizing. We're going to make the scale a bit smaller. We're going to have to like, you know, reduce our outreach project and reduce the events programming, but it's still going to happen, which is the important thing. And I still have some like, you know, chickens to the hatch or whatever yeah, you know yeah. um so i don't want to make any promises but that's the current plan and if that happens we're going to open in november oh my Ooh, god this year. Yeah. with um even the, 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 the size of it as it is now and of course mm. that's going to grow and you know be fabulous and international and everything what will we see when we go to the museum mm. what is there is it hands-on please it's going to be totally hands-on. Um, so the exhibition will change every few months or so because we want to kind of like show the world the breadth of things that we can do because people always ask me like, oh, that sounds great, but like what would be in a vagina museum? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you so much. There's so much history, science, culture, language, religion. There's Oh my God, there's so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, so we'll have an exhibition um, that will change every few months. We're going to have a shop of course. Um, nice. And then we're going to have lots of cool events like plays and comedy and music and workshops yes. and tours and um, all sorts of fun things. Oh, is is this space still going to be in Camden? Yeah, still going to be in Camden Market. Yeah, because I'm a Camden resident. That's how I got it. I just like emailed my local councillor and she was like, oh my God, this sounds amazing. Oh, please, brilliant. please, can I help you make this happen? <laughs> oh, brilliant. That must be so nice to have that support behind you. Oh my God, so much. Yeah. She works at the National Childbirth Trust, so it like makes okay. sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And now the whole Camden Council um, support us and like the head of Camden Council, Georgia Gould, like published like this official support and they wrote us letters. And, oh, they're lovely. I love them. Oh. How, how else can people get involved? Um, Are you still trying to raise money? Yeah, totally. Like, please always give us money forever. So, yeah, obviously donate. That would be super great. You can donate on our website, which is vaginamuseum.co.uk forward slash support. Oh, as opposed to shop. shop. <laughs> <laughs> we, we keep it nice and simple. Um, and then until then, you can share us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram with vagina underscore museum. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, our like URL had to be facebook.com forward slash the museum. Oh, oh. Yeah, because Facebook was like, vagina's a naughty word. Yeah. I know. Facebook, a bunch of cunts. <sighs> they, I know. Well, okay. Ironic, so, really. So, yeah, I actually really like the word cunt and I think we should be reclaiming oh. it. Yeah. But sometimes when you really hate 
motivate someone. There's just nothing as powerful. Yeah. I almost feel like we need more than cunt now. Yeah. People are, are, are outcunted themselves. They really where have. Where do you go with it? Yeah. Have no idea. You know, do you think the um, attitude to even the word and the stigma and taboo around vaginas is worse in this country, better in other countries? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking mm. that Holland or Sweden, North, you know, would be more open-minded but I mm. totally could be wrong so is mm. there are you seeing that because what I'm thinking is mm. international tour oh yeah 100% yeah. so one of our plans is once an exhibition has done well at the museum we're then going to send it around the country and then we're going to send it around the world so I already have like there's an erotic museum in Las Vegas that want us to send all their stuff to them so uh, I've got contacts in New York I'm going to get it to Washington DC so that all the like senators and stuff can look at it that would be great oh. and then obviously and I've got, they won't know what they're seeing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it if they did it in that voice as well. <laughs> and now the senator for Alabama. What am I going to say? <laughs> like Mitch McConnell, you know, like, yeah. oh, what right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know I should know. <sighs> yeah. yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna send it to other places, not just the US. Like we've got places in in France and Norway and uh, the Netherlands and everything. But your question was: Is it more stigmatized here? Mm. It's really difficult to say because there's not like a single scale of stigma. So, for example, in the Netherlands, they're super sex positive. However, do you Mm. know the word for labia in Dutch? BB. Um, ah. <laughs> oh my baby Lynch! Oh. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Oh, it is um, now. So in German, uh, it's Schamlippen, and in Dutch, it's very similar, like Schamlippen or whatever, and it literally translates. To to shame lips. Oh and that's God. the like technical medical term that doctors would use. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. Yeah. That's actually going to be good. That's really shocking. Wow. Like my sh- my shame lips and what, like my dirty pillows and my shame lips. Like, <laughs> dirty pillows? Yeah. Like from, that's from Carrie. I mean, that's not a... Oh, right. <laughs> not a, a scientific I don't think that's thing. official, no. <laughs> it's from a Stephen King book. <laughs> Nearest, damn it. Yeah. Do you think there's a difference in terms of... So we've been talking about age a lot, haven't we, in recent podcasts mm. and how um, attitudes towards sex and desire change and mm. you know, just, just what you want in bed, um, sex education, different ages. The shame... So we're saying that 65% of 18 to 25s can't even say the word vagina. Mm. You'd kind of think that that shame would because we had been taught in a way that we shouldn't be talking about it, so even older women, my generation, would still have that shame. But I have a feeling that maybe women my age and getting older, kind of, we're dropping the shame. Mm. We have no time for shame yeah. anymore. Yeah. Do you think, cause I, so I'm thinking maybe the younger ones who you'd hope would be more forward-thinking mm. are actually suffering more from this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, all the stats show that younger women are having a much... They're, ha- they're having a very difficult time. And my theory about why maybe some older women, and this is not true for everyone, <laughs> some older women are more comfortable with it, is like they've just been through shit. You know, like they have, you know, shoved babies out of their vaginas. They, you know, then they've gone through the menopause and then they've got people poking them at the doctors and you just don't have time for it anymore. Like you've just been through so much. Whereas when you're young, you haven't had any of those experiences. So it's all super weird. I was a healthcare assistant for a really long time. 
and I worked in um, orthopedic surgery. So, and we did mostly hip replacements. So like if we ever got under, someone under like 60 years old, we'd be like, oh, a young person's in. Um, <laughs> but what I found was that older people were so okay with nakedness. Like, you know, I'd come and help give them a bed bath because they were bed bound after having a hip replacement. And they were just fine with it because they were like, yeah, it's just part of being old. Yeah. And then when we would get young people in, like, you know, there was an ice snap or something and everyone was slipping and breaking their ankles. Um, I would like come in and be like, oh, hey, so let's get you changed or whatever. And they'd be like, oh my God, this is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened. And I'm like, I've literally seen about 50 vulvas already today. And I've like manhandled about 20 penises. Like, it's fine. I do not <laughs> give a shit what your body <laughs> <laughs> And that was before my shift started. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've like, I've had every bodily fluid on me. Honestly, there's nothing you, like, there's no body shape you could have that, yeah. you, that you know, would affect me at all. But yeah, younger people, they just haven't been through the shitter. Like, yeah. I don't know. You know? It's so interesting. Isn't it, it is. How, I mean, kind of how awful how, I'm thrilled that you're doing it. Kind of awful we need to do it. But brilliant that you're doing it. <laughs> Thank you. No, I mean, Thank you. But you know what I mean? It's like, you know, what people are, won't have a smear test. Yeah. 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 It's incredible. Yeah. What would be the thing that you'd like? So people, they start at the beginning and maybe mm. you you might get like the kids or something, you know, mm. people who turn up to the erotic museum all like, mm. <laughs> I've just come to get a ball opener in the shape of a muff. Yeah. Like what would Ooh. be the thing? Copyright that. that. <laughs> mm. I'm having that. Um, what would be the thing? So they enter like that. What would be the thing you'd want them to take away? Um, that vaginas aren't scary. Mm-hmm. I think a, that's definitely going to be a thing that happens. Like lads and kids and teenagers are going to come and be like, oh, I'm just going to come for a laugh. Yeah. And then they'll come and they'll be like, oh, this is actually really well thought out. And I didn't realize how many like things are happening and how much interesting stuff there is. And they'll go through it and they'll be like, oh, this is actually, there's a lot more depth to it. I thought it was like this two dimensional thing that I was going to laugh at. And actually I've had a lot to think about. Yeah. That would be. It sounds brilliant. Can you promise me that the message again will be, I know you can do this, but it'll be across generations as well. Yes, definitely. And some Um, changes happen, some changes don't happen at any stage mm. and how it's all normal and all okay. Yeah, 100%. Nothing's terrifying because we're we're kind of, there's there's so much fear mongering, isn't there, around it? There really is. That's super important to me. So like my trustee board, for example, have a huge range of ages and life experience. So like I've got one trustee who's currently going through the menopause or or she's like pre-menopausal. And then I've got a couple of mothers, one who has a kid who's much older and then one who's just had a baby. And then, you know, we've got like this huge range of life experience in our board. So hopefully that will be reflected in the museum itself sounds amazing isn't it brilliant if you want um, I don't know two women to kind of <laughs> what could host we a podcast what in there we, what we, we could do? host a podcast we, we do a comedy night in there, mm-hmm. comedy night um, we just do, go around and touch everything <laughs> with our faces <laughs> yeah. please do will there be a please do <laughs> <laughs> great will there be a tuck shop um, that is interesting i really want one i don't know if i'll be able to do it this time around but when we do i have so many plans <laughs> vulva chinos oh um, so vulva foam in your coffee um vulva cookies and clitoris cookies there's like like cookie cutters you can get yeah um <laughs> vulva cupcakes <laughs> um, my my brain's not even letting me say what i want to say oh my god please <laughs> go, say on, what go, on, go on when do i ever censor myself <laughs> I <know. laughs> when do i ever censor myself um, um, 
Tell us again how we can help um, spread the word and get you some money. So, yes, please give us money on our website. <laughs> um, spread the word on social media. What you can also do is, in the run-up to it, you can come volunteer with us. And w- when we open, we're going to need volunteers. Um, we're also going to have, like, a membership scheme. So you can become, like, a friend of the Vagina Museum. <sighs> um uh, can we just be called? Can, can, can I, if I become a member, uh-huh. can I just get a card saying I'm a proper cunt? <laughs> That's great. I was thinking um, of calling the club the Clitorati. Oh, yes. yes. Something yeah. like that. There's so many puns. It's so too, good. Almost too many. Almost too many. Oh. Yeah. And then, oh, my and God. And if you have a, if you do have a little tuck shop, uh-huh. you can make the cakes and then have your own, like, vagina cookbook. Oh, yeah. Like, how to make, you know. I'm going to call Nigella right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cunt cookies. Oh, Nigella. Yeah. <laughs> we got to we got a cake with your cunt on it. I think she, no, I think she'd love it. I think she's yeah. very forward thinking. We'll, we'll help you out. We'll help you out. We'll, we know we'll be there. Great. <laughs> whether you oh, like amazing. us or whether you like us to be or not. And then um, and then when we open, like come. Oh, oh we yeah. will. <laughs> Plus, we'll visit the museum. Hey. hey. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh. They raised fifty grand. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it means people want to want to know this. I love the idea of her taking it um, around the world. Yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Definitely. My vagina never raised 50 grand, so well done to her. Uh, how much do you think yours raised? Oh, God. <laughs> My vagina raised a lot, but it wanted money. <laughs> so, so sorry, everyone. My name is BB Lynch. And I'm Miranda Gay. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam Bonham for Metro.co.uk. Please get in touch with us. Um, one of our favourite ways is on Twitter, at Good Sex, Bad Sex. What's, Triple a, X at what's the end. another favourite way? <laughs> no. Fax. Yeah. I honestly think faxing's magic. Faxing. No one can no one can explain faxing to me. This is BB from the eighties. <laughs> if you've got a sexy question, get in touch. Query anything you want us to cover on Good Sex Bad Sex. Uh, yeah, get in touch. Info at sexpod.co.uk. Oh yeah, and also get in touch if you've got a particular speciality. If you Ooh. want to be a guest, how about that? How Let about them that? come to us. Finally, and otherwise, we'll see you next week. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. 